0: call that a news update this is a news update it's
1: neighborhood watch this week on neighborhood watch australian prime minister scott morrison is chris is criticized by an advocate for sexual assault survivors for temporarily promoting former federal minister christian porter who was the subject of historic rape allegations that resurfaced in March, as well as telecom company Telstra making calls from payphones free. But I started it off with Radio Adelaide's Zoe Hernandez about the latest COVID-19 situation over there.
0: So I'll give a little breakdown of each state. Um, This is an update from about 12 hours ago. Obviously here in Australia we get our updates at about 11.00. So this information might change. But what I know right now is that New South Wales recorded 233 new cases. And unfortunately, we've seen two deaths overnight, um, Wednesday night. Uh, It was a man in his 20s. We know now he was a 27-year-old man. He died at his home. And a woman in her 80s died in hospital. Uh, You know, 233 new cases is really harrowing and quite terrifying. Uh, the state is obviously still in highest lockdown. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know when or how they're going to see some relief, but um, yeah, it's very devastating. And we've seen that lockdown kind of leak into the neighbours, Queensland. Um, they are in a eight-day lockdown, a eight-day lockdown, um, the highest lockdown. But um, unfortunately, we think we're going to be seeing that extended past this Sunday. So it was meant to be eight days from last Saturday. Um, we've seen 19 new cases and it isn't looking good so it's more, more than likely that we will see an extension for the Queensland lockdown. Um, Victoria had a bit of a celebration which is really nice. Um, yesterday I saw a lot of people posting um, zero in the morning because they had had zero new cases. Um, the day before so tuesday so it was, it was nice to celebrate um you might have all seen on twitter or your victorian friends they call it donut day and because it's zero zero cases so they everyone goes buys donuts which is really sweet that victoria got to have that celebration again i hope
1: this is the same happening in south australia uh, <laughs> after the lockdown last time
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, we, um, we probably didn't go, we didn't have it as tough as Victoria. So I feel like Victorians get to celebrate in any way that they would possibly wish. Um, in, in South Australia, we haven't quite adopted that, um, tradition, but we did, um, ease our restrictions here in South Australia this week. Um, you know, things like, uh, capa- 50% cap- capacity at pubs and restaurants and, um, you know, opening up the capacity for gym, at gyms and sort of just stepping down again. We did report a new case uh, yesterday, but authorities still intend to ease further restrictions this week. I believe the case that we reported here was someone who was self-isolating already. And then Western Australia have also recorded one new mystery case in a fly-in, fly-out worker. Western Australia, go had been pretty untouched recently. Um, obviously, they are, you know, quite far away, Western Australia. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've been quite untouched. They do have this one mystery case, but hopefully they'll be able to get that under control, um, considering they know that who it was and the worker and where they would have been. So that's a little COVID update uh, of the country. Um, you know, some really highly devastating... Stories, and then we also have, you know, Victoria um, recording zero cases, so it's so it's up and down the country and it's so sort of state by state at the moment. Um, so, yeah, that's
1: the update. Moving sure. on uh, now, off to Canberra. I recently, a, a former federal minister who was recently sacked has been giving a um, temporary promotion?
0: This week we saw Christian Porter has been temporarily promoted to fill the role of acting leader of the House of Representatives. Um, Porter's sort of promotion comes as Peter Dutton had to undergo two weeks of home isolation because his son was caught up in an outbreak in Queensland. So Porter, um, he had not been subjected to any independent inquiry to um, access his um, ministerial office. Um, this was after he was accused of raping a woman in 1988 um, allegations um, he denies he uh, has now um, been handed this responsibility for leading federal government's agenda as parliament sits the for next fortnight so that's what he will be doing um, so yeah we saw this months ago now, um, you know, a high-up government uh, MP had been accused of um, raping a woman in 1988. This story broke after um, this woman had taken her vice, and I believe that the family actually didn't really want it to come out, but um, it had been written in some letters by this woman and she'd also told her friends. Um, And it was a really messy situation and Christian Porter came out uh, against the allegations obviously denying them Um, and it's um, and now he's being promoted. Um, You know I guess we have been talking a lot about Um, cases like britney higgins and other uh, government workers or mps in canberra coming out and calling out the sexist behavior we've seen this from labor greens liberal every side of the scope lots of liberal women have from the liberal party have come out um as well it's such a um widespread issue in Canberra, and we're seeing our Prime Minister um, promote Christian Porter in the face of that, whilst the government is trying to do things like, I think it was even last week I was talking to you about how um, all people working in Canberra in the Parliament have to undergo sexual harassment training, um, and if they don't, they might get sacked. Um, You know, they're doing big moves like this, yet we're also seeing... um, Christian Porter being promoted. Grace Tame has come out uh, slamming the Prime Minister's decision to temporarily promote Christian Porter. Uh, Grace Tame was uh, the Australian of the Year, a Young Australian of the Year for her work um, fighting against sexual assault. So yeah, it's pretty harrowing stuff and it's just another sort of mark on board for the government and how careless they've been around this topic and how I don't really think this is like personal, this this is my opinion I suppose, Um, and I think it's the attitude of a lot of people in this country is that we don't, there's no confidence that we have that the government is going to change and do anything and it's just not going to happen under this government and it's this, again, they're just proving that um, so many more people and it's devastating but... um, I don't know, keep making these mistakes because there's elections
1: coming soon and, um, you know, <laughs> hopefully things will be out of change. Hmm. Um, we would love to talk, talk more on that, but we're running out of time. So let's move on to the final story. And apparently Telstra, the telecommunications company, is now launching something to make payphones more attractive again.
0: Yeah, um... So we have these uh, I don't know if you guys have them but these Telstra pay phones, they're everywhere. They um, they're really cute and they've got this big orange Telstra lid on the top and then obviously just a very standard phone box. So their phone boxes, they're you know, they're kind of rare these days, but you certainly can see one, you know, probably fifty percent capacity as you used to see them in the early two thousands. Um, and they are they have this is a quite a lighthearted one but i'm really excited um they've uh, announced that they will be making phone calls um local or national calls to fixed lines or australian mobile phones from a telstra pay phone um free so you no longer have to in- incur a charge which is really exciting um i don't know i remember when i was a kid and i used to have to do like 1 800 reverse and then call my mum's number so that was like my mum would then have been charged for the um Cool. I don't know if you guys ever had 1-800 reverse. Um, and uh, so, you know, the future generations are never going to know that. But of course, making phone boxes um, free and people who are in crisis or really need to help or, you know, really just need to make a phone call, they can now go to a Telstra phone box and just do it. And that's really fantastic and exciting news. And um, honestly, good on Telstra for doing that.
1: I hope um, the telecommunications companies here will do the same way because um i think mostly the uh payphone booths now are just a spot for us to use their wi-fi because i'm signed up with a i've signed up on a company plan that can use wi-fi within their phone box i hope that i do hope they have something similar to that yeah we have those too. we
0: have like little wi-fi boxes and they've they no longer have the pay phones in them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hope it, the same happens in New Zealand as well, because it's like, it's either that or you just get rid of them all because like what it, what else are they good for? Like you just, it's just, I mean, obviously people would still be putting their coins in and paying for phone calls, but it's just so exciting that they're free and it gives them a, uh, you know all these phone boxes that you kind of felt really sad looking at as you drove past them or walked past them in the streets. You're like, oh, no one uses you anymore. Now we can be excited knowing that they go to good use and are helping people, um, and it's really cool. That was Neighbourhood Watch. Ripper.